0: Hi, welcome to the Ear Training Podcast. I'm Sam Evans, your ear training coach. And uh, thanks for listening. Today's Friday. We're going to be talking about chord progressions and stuff. And uh, if you uh, haven't already, go take my survey at www.eartrainingpod.com. And thank you to those of you who have. Uh, I really appreciate it. Um, It will help me serve you. I'm serious because right now I'm just talking to an empty room. And it'd be nice to have some at least idea of what you're interested in, and what you like hearing, and what I can give you more of. So anyways, uh, without further ado, today we're going to talk about a topic that is, uh, I think, a little more harmonically advanced than I've done before, Um, but I think this is something many of you are ready for, or maybe could be a challenge for some of you who don't think you are, but you actually are. So uh, here's the basic concept. I'm not going to go over this for very long, but we need the basic idea down. Uh, You can can, uh, find more answers... On, on the interwebs and stuff. And you're always free to reach out to me and ask me, me for specific help, by the way. My email is sam at the eartrainingpodcast.com. Now, uh, that website, the eartrainingpodcast.com exists, but it's not very much on it. And it has the podcast and nothing else. I haven't touched it. So, eartrainingpod.com is the survey, but my email is sam at theeartrainingpodcast.com. So, reach out to me if you want any specific help or guidance, I can give it to you. Uh, But I'm just going to go over the basic ideas because we're mostly talking about ear training. Here we go. Let's say we're in the key of C. So, here's the one chord, it's a major chord, the two chord, and three chords, and six chord. So, again, two. 3 and 6 are all minor chords in the C major. Well, actually, in any major. So 2, 3, 6 are all minor. But we happen to be able to change each of those into a dominant 7 chord and use it in a functional, interesting way. So here's 2 minor, and here is 2 7. The interesting thing about every seventh chord, this is serious, every seventh chord, uh, sorry, every dominant seventh chord wants to jump up to a fourth above or jump down to a fifth below. It's the same thing. So, two, two, seven really wants to go to five. Likewise, three, seven really wants to go to six. And six, seven. to go to two. So what I'm going to give you today is I'm going to play a melody for you, or play a chord progression. These are awesome keys by the way, I just bought them. So what I'm going to do is play a melody for you, or rather a chord progression. higher thing is going to be sticking to the major key, but every once in a while I'm going to play a uh, secondary dominant chord. That means I'm either going to take 2, 3, or 6 and make it dominant. Isn't that cool? So this is two dominant. Here's three dominant. And here's six. I'm going to play these in root position. So that means the bass will be on re for the two, mi for the three, and la for the six. So let's get started. Two seven, so it wants to go to the five. So that's a three seven. This right here is the 6-7 chord, and this really wants to go to the 2. Five seven. So to talk about accidentals for a second. Here's the one chord, here's the two chord. My naturally it's minor. If you want to make it a two dominant seven, all you have to do is uh, give us a Fee, so Re, Fee, La, Do, so then the Fee wants to go right to the So. Same with the three chord, naturally it's the minor. If you want to make it a seven you go Mi, C, which is a sharp five. T, re, mi, C, T, re. And then, of course, with the six, we've got la, do, mi, naturally, which is minor. Uh, but to make it dominant, we just need la, di, mi. So a sharp do. So again, to recap, two has a sharp Four or Fee, 3 has a sharp 5, or C, and 3 has a sharp 1, or Okay, uh, so if that was intimidating for you, uh, then um, that's okay, I understand. Because <laughs> I've been sort of catering to uh, a kind of a beginning audience, so forth. But I just want to ex- start exposing you to an idea that, um, that we have accidentals, and we can start recognizing these chords. So I'm gonna do this in a different key. And uh, give you another shot of recognizing these chords. You ready? This is a three seven. The rest of that was diatonic. Two seven. That right there is a six seven chord. Here's the two seven. Here's a five going to the three, three seven. And then the this is the six minor becoming the six seven, six dominant seven. So to talk about the theory behind this a little more, uh, the reason they're called secondary dominants is because a dominant chord is usually the five chord, right? Like we've got do, do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, di, do, and so the chord, the dominant chord built on so is diatonic, so it sticks to the key, and it lands us directly back on do. So we, uh, I don't know why it's called dominant. It is used a lot, so I guess that's one reason it could be dominant. Um, but the basic idea is it's it's dominant and it leads up to something else, right? Secondary dominant means we're not within the key, but we're still using it like it's a dominant chord. So a two seven going to a five sounds the same as a five going to a one. That's because the intervallic relationships are the same. Uh, and in in music in general, the in- intervallic relationships are really, uh, I'd say, 99% of what matters in terms of harmony. Some people could argue that C sounds better than D, and I have never been able to hear that. You might have favorite keys to play in and maybe to hear. But in terms of sounding the same, uh, I think Yankee Doodle in this key... Sounds pretty much the same as Yankee Doodle in this key. Fair enough. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, anything else I need to mention. No, I think I'm doing good. Uh, Again, please go to eartrainingpod.com. Take the survey. uh, Tell me what you think. Um, email me directly, Sam at the com. I can respond to you there. And um, I hope you have a wonderful weekend.